Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I am a therapist on mission to bridge the gap between mental and emotional health and faith. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Please remember that these episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your own therapist. This month, our focus for these short segments are on Jesus and therapy. Now, why Jesus and therapy? Because in my opinion, nothing changes without his help. In fact, Isaiah 9-6 says this about Jesus. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I cannot tell you the number of times that Jesus has counseled me. He has brought me peace in ways that only he can. And if you haven't experienced that, I want it for you today. I know I will humble myself and admit that the only reason I am a good therapist is because of Jesus. He shows me things only he can see, and he takes us places only he knows to go. But even before becoming a therapist, I have leaned on Jesus to counsel me through this life. Because when you partner with both Jesus and therapy, freedom comes in in ways that you never dreamed possible. So be sure to get with your own therapist, but for now, let's lean in to what we can learn from Jesus. Here's the first thing that we're talking about this week, and it's simple. Jesus felt. Now, I'm going to read you a very short passage from John 11, which is the story of Lazarus. So if you haven't read it in a while, I want to encourage you to go back and read it yourself, because I'm only going to read you just a short little piece of it. All right, it says this. So Jesus had gotten the news that Lazarus had died, and he, when he walked up onto this situation, here's what he did, and here's what he saw. When Jesus saw her weeping, talking about Mary, and saw the other people wailing, so they're not just weeping, they're wailing, with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Then he asked, where have you put him? And they told him, Lord, come and see. Then Jesus wept. I'm sure you've heard that verse a lot. And in fact, they, you know, people have said it's the shortest verse in the Bible that Jesus wept. But very few people actually look at the context in which he's weeping and what caused him to weep. But I'm looking at his emotions in this and that he felt, first of all, he felt anger. And as I looked a little further into this particular way he felt anger, it actually is another way of saying that he was deeply moved. And then it says he was deeply troubled. And then he wept. Okay, there's a lot happening in this verse that I I really don't have time to completely unpack all pieces of that. But I just wanted to give you a glimpse. This isn't the only time in the Bible that we see Jesus feel emotions. And so here's why I wanted us to look at this, because my friends, I just look to Jesus. I don't always get this right, but I try my hardest to look to him to see what to do, right? He's the very best model we could look up to. The very best influencer you could follow is Jesus. 
And I want us to just learn from him, from this passage of how he felt. And here's three takeaways that I feel like we can take from this passage. It's first is this. It's okay and healthy to feel. Jesus did. We have gotten really mixed up, I think, especially within the church and different teachings. And I I mean, we could talk all day about where this kind of bad information has come from. And it's no fault of anybody because we just pass on what we've learned, right? We pass on how we've learned how to process emotions. We pass on what somebody else told us about feelings and whether they're good or bad. But feelings are real. They're valid. And it's okay to feel them. In fact, I think the more we allow ourselves space to feel them, we are the ones who own them and tell them what to do rather than them bossing us and telling us what to do. So it's okay and it's healthy to feel. The next thing I want you to take away from this passage is that Jesus cares about your feelings. Do you see that what caused Jesus to weep was watching Mary weep? That's really powerful. That, that's how deeply he was moved. It said he was deeply moved. He was deeply troubled. And then when he saw Mary crying, that's when he started to weep. See, Jesus wasn't weeping because Lazarus was dead because Jesus already knew, oh, he's, he's not dead. He's sleeping. If you go back and read, again, I'm highly encouraging you to go back and read the whole passage yourself, whole chapter yourself. But he was not crying because of Lazarus was dead. He already knew he was just asleep and he was about to call him out. He was crying because those around him that he loved deeply were crying. And that's the third thing that I want to bring us to. Jesus will weep with you. I think we also have somewhere along the way believed that we can't bring these hard emotions to God, to Jesus, and sit with them in them. In fact, a lot of times we hide these emotions and we kind of keep them to ourselves and we try to manage them ourselves and it doesn't work out very well for us. I have good news for you today. Not only does your heavenly father and not only does Jesus, do they care about your feelings? They want to weep with you. That's what caused Jesus to weep was Mary's weeping. All right. He cares. He wants to weep with you. He grieves with you. And I just want to encourage us today to lean into that promise. So I'm going to pray over us. But before I do, I just want you to take a minute. These episodes are purposefully shorter, purposefully a little more reflective than teaching. And I want you just to take a moment and see what feelings might be kind of stirring in your heart right now. It could be about a specific situation. It could just be an overall feeling that you have and you're not real sure why it's there. It could be an injustice that was done to you that was just straight up wrong. And if that's you and you're listening today and you've walked through some kind of hardship or abuse or trauma, I am so sorry. And I want to encourage you to go to Jesus with whatever you're feeling today. So whatever you feel stirring in your heart, I just want you to take it and give it to Jesus. You can say it out loud to him, Jesus, I'm angry right now. Jesus, I'm deeply hurt right now. Maybe you just need to give yourself permission to cry. I can't tell you the number of times in my counseling room people will apologize for crying. And I'm like, no, this is so good. Don't apologize for crying. Let yourself cry in this safe space. Let let these emotions out. It is so good for you to let them out, especially in a safe space. 
And you can do that with Jesus. So let's pray. Father, I thank you that you sent Jesus, that he could just be our counselor. He could counsel us in ways that only you can. Jesus, we thank you so much for walking alongside us in life. Thank you for teaching us how to feel our emotions, but also for sitting with us in these really hard emotions. We're just so grateful for that, Jesus. We're so grateful that we can bring these feelings to you and you don't judge them. You don't tell us how wrong we are for feeling a certain way. You just sit down with us and you cry with us. And we thank you for that, Jesus. I just ask that you wrap your loving arms around every single listener sitting under the sound of my voice today. Weep with them as they need to weep. Rejoice with them as they need to rejoice. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. I do want you to notice there in the prayer, I hadn't planned to say that, but not only does Jesus weep with us, he rejoices with us. Not, not all emotions are bad, remember? Emotions are just kind of indicators of what's happening in our heart. So if you turn off one type of emotion, sometimes you'll turn off others too. Rejoice. Take, let's, let's end on a high note here today. I, I gave you permission to cry. I also want to give you permission to rejoice. Celebrate things, even if it's just small things. Anything small that you can find in your life to celebrate. Practice that today too, okay? Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. If you're a resident of Texas and you'd like to schedule a virtual or in-person session with me, you can go to my website to learn more. That's rachelgilbert.com forward slash counseling, and you can book an appointment there as well. Well, I will see you all back here on Wednesday for a special guest interview here on Real Talk with Rachel. <music>